Welcome to the Daily Pursuit Podcast. My name is Morgan Hodge. I am a performance coach and neurobiomechanical specialist. And each week we are looking to bring you an inspiring person or message to help you level up your life. Truly appreciate you taking the time and spending it with me today. Let's level up. What is going on everybody? Happy Monday. You are back with Coach Morgan from Function Health Club. And today I want to dig in a little deeper into a topic I brought up last week about knowing when to basically shut up as a coach, right? Knowing when to listen more uh, so that you can have a greater impact. So this is something that I had to learn the hard way. Um, When I first started as a coach, I definitely didn't listen as much as I could have or as much as I should have. Um, You know, when you start off as a coach, you tend to feel this need or this desire or this urge to tell your story of knowledge, to, you know, speak all the things that you know in your mind from what you've been taught. And I know this was very true for me when I first started off because I had a bit of like when I first started out, I was self-taught primarily when I first opened, started my first business at 17 and then got into university and was taught a whole bunch of other things. And so when I really started getting into coaching and being a true coach, there was this innate urge or drive to like tell my knowledge and speak all of that knowledge into existence. And, and I didn't do a lot of listening or questioning. I did a lot of just telling And it's not that that advice was bad advice that I was giving. It's not that, you know, that information I was passing along was bad information. It was just that uh, I felt that I needed to do that in order to be a coach. However, I was completely wrong, right? Because when I look back on it, when I consider who I learned from and the coaches that I learned from, The best coaches, the best teachers, the best mentors that I have had have done very little talking. They've given very little just long duration advice. What they have done is they have asked a lot of questions. They have dug in to a lot of aspects of who I am through those questions and really um, made me think on another level. Uh, to pull out information that I didn't even know potentially was in me. So when we consider being an effective coach and what it means to actually shut up and listen as a coach, one of the first things that we need to identify and one of the first things that we need to consider is that it's not about you when you are a coach. Right? When you are a coach, coaching is about the other person. And I've said this before that we are the guides to the clients that we work with. They are the adventurers. We are the guides for them to go on the journey that they are on to pursue the goals that they have. So that journey, that experience is not about us. Right? We have knowledge, yes, we have information, but it's important for us to not get lost in that as though it's our own experience. It's important for us to 
not get lost in their journey as though we are the ones that are living it. Because we're not. We're on our own path. And so if we can separate ourselves and consider this is their journey that they're going on. This is their experience that they're going through. So as a coach, what is going to be the best way that I can serve them through that experience, through that journey? One of the simplest ways that we can look at this is, not that it's easy, but is to consider the barriers that we can help them break down or remove. And as a coach, how do we go about doing that? It's not through telling them something till we're blue in the face. It's through guiding them to understanding how they can remove those barriers. It's to guiding them and asking them questions that allow them to move obstacles that they once thought were immovable, to overcome challenges that they didn't think they could ever step over or step forward from, right? None of this is is perfect. None of this means that we as coaches have to have the exact answer for them because again, our job isn't to provide an exact answer, especially if you are in the health and fitness industry, right? This industry is changing daily. So an exact answer yesterday may not be the exact answer today. So we need to get out of our own way and understand that it's not about us as a coach, right? It's about that person that we are guiding and it's about their experience and the journey that they are on. And if we can start there, then that allows us to hold space better. Because as a coach, our true job is to hold space for others, for them to develop and learn, right? When we are coaching someone, they are the ones that have to go through that experience. We, us doing the thing for them doesn't get them better at that thing. So for us, when we understand that it's not about us, then we are more capable of holding space for that individual and giving them that opportunity to actually step forward for themselves. Right? When you understand that your ideas don't matter when you are coaching someone, like as much as I'm, I have all these ideas in my head and I'm, I'm so focused on my growth personally and I have my goals and my intentions, that stuff doesn't matter in the moment that I'm coaching someone because I could have the best thought process, concepts, ideas, right, all the things, but none of those matter if it doesn't connect for that person. None of those matter if I'm not able to effectively hold space for that individual so that they can grow and they can develop, right? Think about it. If you have all these ideas in your head, you have all these concepts in your head, and you bring those to the table and all you do is just talk about them, all you do is just, you know, blab on and on and on about it, and all that person cares about is just, you know, I just want to know how to perform a, I don't know, an air squat, and you're going on about all this other stuff, is that helping them or effectively guiding them? No, because you're just too focused on you, on yourself, on your stuff. So we need to understand that we need to talk less and, and know that it's not about us. It doesn't matter how smart we are, how many ideas we have, 
how many thought processes or concepts that we come up with that we need to meet that individual where they are. We need to meet that individual at the place that they are currently at in their journey so that we can then guide them better. All right. So the less that you talk, the less that you make it about you and that you're able to hold space, the more that you create the opportunity for that individual to reflect and to think and to ponder and to come up with solutions themselves. So I want you to think about for yourself and your own journey, when did you learn the most? When did you truly figure things out the most? And I can probably guarantee that it came from moments where you were given the space to ponder, to reflect, and to consider the question or the experience that you're having. Those things probably came at a time where your creativity wasn't limited, where you had the opportunity to think bigger, to try, to experience, to, to you know, fail. But it provided you the opportunity to grow, right? And so as coaches, as anyone that is coaching others, whether it's in health and fitness or not, if we are able to understand that by being silent, by knowing when to shut our mouth as a coach, we are then allowing for an increased level of creativity and increased learning. We are allowing for that client, that individual, to express themselves and to resonate and connect and feel what it is that they're going through. Now, it doesn't mean that that's any more comfortable, but it does mean that it, it allows them to actually experience their journey better. And this is something that I think is just so powerful. And, and I, again, I've had to learn this myself in throughout the years. And I, I, even to this day, I'm still refining this process. I'm still looking at it and have had some realizations. And I know that it's kind of a ironic thing of, um, you know, maybe it or hypocritical thing, almost of me sitting here talking about knowing to show up as a coach and me being a coach talking about that and expressing my thoughts on it because, you know, I'm not holding space right now. I'm, I'm telling you my thoughts on it. But nonetheless, I've had to go through this journey. I've had to identify those moments and learn from those times where I spoke too much, where I could have refined things better, where I could have asked more questions. And I'm passionate about what I do. So I often will go on these longer tangents on a certain topic because I'm just very passionate about that topic. I'm very passionate about these things that I believe are so important for us as individuals. And now it's kind of a, a little bit of a running joke with myself and my clients in that I'll go off on these tangents and, and you know, I'll have um, my business partner actually is very good at refining consolidating what I'm saying into, you know, a shorter framework, which is something that I continue to work on. How can I say something more effectively and efficiently and simply versus saying it with 20 words, saying it with five, right? And so that's something else that if we are finding that, hey, maybe I am kind of always explaining too much. So how do I go about um, recognizing if I'm talking too much, right? 
how do I recognize if I'm a coach that I'm, you know, using too many words and saying too many things and going off on tangents that aren't connecting the dots for my clients? So a few things I want you to consider. First and foremost, the questions that you ask, and hopefully you are asking questions because that, I mean, if we could say one thing and end it there, it's just that you just need to ask more questions. But let's just say that you are asking questions. So the questions that you do ask, are they leading questions? And what I mean by that is, are you asking a question that is just leading the person already to the answer that you want them to have? Because in your mind, that's the answer they need. So, you know, what if you did it this way? What if you try that thing this way or try that blank? Like you're, you're leading them with an expectation of the future, right? Your questions are offering something already and you're not allowing them to have the space and the time to consider the option, right? So I love, I love the statement of like, what if there was nothing stopping you? When someone's struggling with something, when your client is struggling with something, if they're struggling with a movement pattern, and I thought about this today, uh, I had a client that was working through a, a lift and you know, there's, there's all sorts of statements I could have made in questions like, well, what if you did it this way and focused on this better? And there are certain technical solutions that, that, that would come into play and be effective. But another way to think about it is what if there was nothing stopping you? What if this was truly something that couldn't stop you? then what would you do? And the asking that kind of question allows for a deeper thought process, right? When we think about life and we think about our goals and we think about that question of like, what if nothing was stopping you? That allows for this exponential growth to occur. That allows for ability to really dig into ourselves and truly identify who we are as an individual and what we could do, the possibilities, right? So I love thinking about it from that perspective of like, what are the questions that you're asking? Are you asking questions that are leading them to a solution already? Or are you asking them a question that provides the opportunity for them to find it themselves, all right? Another thing to consider is, um, like I kind of talked about this before, how long are your statements? Not even questions, but just how much are you talking? Um, you know, are you saying statements that go on and on and on? And I catch myself in this. Um, I still do to this day. Again, I'm passionate about what I do and I'm passionate about what I talk about. And so sometimes I kind of go on a little rambles or tangents. But the more that we can get effective at being concise with our statements, with our questions that we ask, the better result we are going to get. Because most people's focus is very short, right? You're gonna either gain someone's attention or lose it within a few seconds. So if you're not utilizing statements or questions that are shorter in nature, then you're gonna lose that focus with that individual. So consider the questions that you're asking and how long are they? Are you able to make them more concise? And this is a learned process. This is something that you as a coach can do to develop that skill set to get better at that skill set. So consider the length. And then lastly, asking a question and explaining yourself right after. 
right? This still falls in the same lines of like talking too long on something, right? You ask a question, but that question shouldn't need an explanation, right? If that question needs an explanation, then you didn't ask a good question, right? Again, if you ask a question that you need to explain, then that question wasn't very effective. So take the time to look at the questions that you ask and consider, do I find myself explaining more often than not? Uh, because if you find yourself explaining all the time after you ask a question, then you need to work on refining your questions that you ask. You need to work on refining how you're communicating so that you can be more effective in uh, getting the, those connections made with the clients that you're working with. So those are a few things to think about and consider um, and identify if you are talking too much. All right. So now let's kind of get into the last little bit here, which is the part that I, I really love because this is where it really comes down to that guide and adventurer mindset, right? It really comes down to our clients being the adventurer and us being the guide because this is often what happens. Um, so I will have a client doing um, a workout and they will be seeing their intention or the constraints that I've set for that piece. And they often ask me, well, you know, what, what should I be doing in the sense of like, when is this going to happen? When I say I want them to go, um, you know, just past that, that, uh, you know, when they feeling like the fight mode come in with their workout or they feel like they're in that fight state, I want them to go, you know, just past that. So when they feel like they're, they're about to, to give up, um, in that fight, then I want them to go just past that, right? Um, this is something like uh, referred to as quit plus one. So they go to that point, they're in fight, they get to that point where they feel like they want to quit and they go just beyond that. Another minute, another 10 seconds, another rep, whatever it is. And they often ask me like, well, when is that? When is that going to happen? And I smile because that's them needing to be the adventurer. They are the one that needs to figure that out. I could provide some form of answer to them. I could provide some form of solution to them. But for them to truly step forward in their own and grow themselves as an individual, which is what I want as their coach, I need to let them figure out that for themselves. So this is a really, really important part of this whole piece. And for me, this is where I've identified this idea and through mentors that I've learned from and through um, individuals that I follow and, and um, you know, over the years have had the opportunity to, to learn from this whole idea of the work we do is whether it's in the gym, in life, whatnot, like it's all about behavior. It's all about this behavior that we hold. And so when we are working with someone, holding space and asking questions of them and not providing the immediate solution is truly what we need to be doing as coaches to get the highest output for those individuals because they need to be able to work through the problem and create a new behavior to step forward for themselves. If they are able to, or they are provided the ability to feel safe, that they can take the time and execute on a task at hand 
and really alter their behavior and become a, quote, new person, then we are going to truly see a step forward in their capabilities. And as a coach, that is what we're truly wanting to do. That is what I'm truly wanting to do. It's not to sit there and tell them all the answers and tell them all the solutions. It's to hold space, ask questions that cause them to think deeper and create a change in themselves that allows them the ability to do that bigger thing, that allows them the ability to step forward as an individual in a bigger way. So this is like, well, when they say, I don't know, or they say, when is that? You know, when, when will I know that I'm at whatever? That's a good question. That's part of them being a part of the process and figuring it out. Right. I had the same thing with another client today that asked me, like, how should I go about this piece? Like, what, what does it mean to just like, you know, I, I'm supposed to just go hard on this. Right. I'm just supposed to, there was a 10 minute piece that they had to do and it was just go fight, fight mode on it. Okay. Well, when will I know? Right. When I'm in fight. Oh, okay. You'll know. That's a good question, but you'll know. You'll figure it out. And after that workout, we talked and I said, when did you, when did you find that you wanted to quit? And we discussed that. And there was a certain time frame within the 10 minutes. It was about two and a half to three minutes in. Uh, this client of mine wanted to quit. And we said, okay, well, what happened? Okay. He auto-regulated, figured out what needed to be done, and then got after it. And really just settled into this fight state of just work. And that's the thing that I, I, I feel is such a powerful piece because it wasn't about me providing a solution. It was about me providing space, asking some questions, and providing some constraints for this individual to follow that then led to them self-discovering and auto-regulating to get the output that they desired. So as coaches, we need to learn when to shut up. We need to learn when to zip our mouth and know that we need to just provide an opportunity for an individual to, to think, to, to learn, to observe themselves. There's some amazing things that happen when we ask a question and we are long to respond in that we just sit and let it resonate, let it sink in with that individual for a period of time. Try this for yourself. Try this for yourself. Really sit in it and let someone just resonate with the question that you have and see what happens. Because oftentimes they will start to come up with these answers and these thoughts and these beliefs and feelings that then help to guide them to their next step. And you don't need to be the one and you shouldn't be the one to just try to solve all the problems and say all the things because as a coach, that's not going to work long-term. So again, if you are a coach and you want to be an effective coach or you want to be an effective communicator, ask more questions and focus on holding space versus telling all that you know and all your knowledge because that is only going to take you so far and it's not going to provide the environment for that individual or those individuals you work with 
to truly grow themselves. Hope this helped. Let me know your thoughts. Have a fantastic day, everybody. Love a lot.